0: Welcome to Season 1 of the Midnight Anxiety Podcast. I'm Carl. I'm James. I'm Clarence. The Midnight Anxiety Podcast aims to create a community in a safe space where people can express themselves authentically and collaborate with others. Our mission is to provide resources that promote a culture of ideas, initiatives, education, and relationships. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to today's episode, where we'll be discussing a topic that can be both personal and revealing our upbringings. In this episode, we'll explore what it means to reflect on our childhoods and how those experiences have shaped who we are today. So it's been a long time coming, and I have with me today two co-hosts, friends, cousins, brothers, I consider you guys family. I know it's something that we've all struggled with. Continuously trying to figure out who we are, where we're going, and where we came from. Without any further delays, I want to introduce, on my left, Clarence and Jums, my cousin who I've known um, for a long time. But I think we bonded when he moved um, from Philly um, to Boston. And, and, you know, it was one of the best time of my life because we, you know, we, I think that early or mid-early 2000, um, there were so many things going on. Um, and we get to really spend a lot of time, not only because we, you know, live together, but, you know, I feel like everything we did um, was, you know, um, the time we took to get to know each other through those experiences is probably why, um, out of all the cousins that I have, that we have a strong um, relationships as family. So on my right, I have Joms. Now, before we start, as I said, um, the topic of the day is our upbringings, right? And we decided to talk about this particular topic because... You know, as we get into this um, season of our uh, podcast, people need to know who we are, right? What we're all about. And for me, a good way to start our season is by exploring who we are. Uh, Maybe you guys will learn something new about me. Maybe I'll learn something (laughs) new about you guys. I don't know. I really don't know. There's a lot you guys probably don't know about me. There's a lot I probably don't know about you guys, right? So... Actually, I want to start with a Japanese proverb. I don't even know if it's real or not, but I saw it on the internet. And I thought it was actually one of the best uh, proverbs or quote that I've came across. And till this, across, till this day, I go by it because I strongly believe in it. So the Japanese proverb is, there's three faces. The first face, you show to the world. The second phase, you show your friends and your family. In the third phase, you never show anyone, right? Every time I come across this quote, I'm like, maybe it's just me, right? Because I think a lot of time, it doesn't matter who you trust, there are certain things that you keep to yourself, right? And there are things that you will share with friends and family, right? And there things that you don't want to share to the outside world, but you're comfortable, comfortable rather, sharing it with your loved one. Now, as I said, we have two people here, um, Johnson and Clarence. And I actually wanted to start off by asking three words to actually describe you guys. Um, I can start first, right? I'm very determined, fearless, and I'm very intellectual. James, what's three words that best describe you?
1: Uh, for me, uh, I start with father. Being the father is the best. Okay, it's the best thing that ever ever, ever happened to me. And being a lover and strong. Okay. I'm a lover, and I am strong. I've been through a lot of things, and um, I'm still here, man. I'm keep pushing, keep going, and just being here for my family and my loved ones. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's funny that you mentioned. Fatherhood, And I'm sure that could be a topic for another episode. But, you know, I have the chance yesterday of, you know, witnessing um, Brady's first uh, birthday, birthday and seeing the love that you were giving her and the love that um, Cam's family was giving her. I was like, yo, this is the kind of stuff that we don't see every day in oh, our man. um Everyday lives, right? In a in a in a household where, hey, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's about the child. And I sense, and you know, I'm not always around, but I sense that's not that wasn't like you know, them putting on a show. I sense uh, that that was like an everyday thing. Everyday, it's an everyday thing, and you can see how happy, how happy she was, and how you know, very smart and. Even kudos to you, right? Because, yeah. you know, I've always hear you say, you know, the things that I didn't have as a kid, I want to give it to my daughter. And I'm like, okay, he's just saying it. But to actually witness it, right, is a whole different story. And I honestly hope that's something you can continue doing because as often as you say, I inspire you. Just... Seeing you, how you care and love your child motivates me to be like, you know what? Maybe I do want a kid one day. Yeah, man. <laughs> one it, day. <laughs> yo, it's not
1: easy, man. It just yeah. Yeah, every day. I, you know, I sacrifice a lot. You know, but I'm there every day, man. Um, You know, I get off of work, straight to the house to my daughter, spend every day with her, and then just watch her grow. I'm not, I haven't made a second, and then it's like, yo, that's my girl. You know what I mean? Nobody can take that away from me. Right. But, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just blessed, man. You
0: know. Yeah. And then shout out to your girlfriend too. I know it's not just you, it's a whole village. Oh, that's yeah, raising man. her. hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah. Right. You
1: know, I got a whole I got a whole city behind me, man, you know. So shout out to her family, bro. They've been A1. Yeah. Um, you know, they we're here twenty four seven and then um, you know, I'm with her as soon as I get off of work, before work, um weekend, she's all mine. You know, um, yeah, just being there for her, man. Just, just giving her needs and um, just taking care of what I got. Just doing what I gotta do, you know. She's, she's mine. She didn't actually be, she didn't actually be here. Right. That's my baby. And um, you know, I've been through a lot. Like I said, she remind me of my mother. She looked just like my mother, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and um, yeah, man. That's yeah. that was that was my gift. That was my gift. She's my gift.
0: Yeah, and I know, you know, um. She's looking down on at you, and she's proud um right, and you're making her proud as well. I know I know it's not an easy thing um you know it's one of the reasons why you know I go back and forth wanting a child because I know it's not easy, right you almost have to be selfless it's no longer about you, yep. it's about the child right you can you can go hungry a kid cannot go yep. hungry, right, so yep. it's definitely. You know, for some, I can understand why it's a fear. I can understand why some, you know, dads don't stick around because it's really not easy. It's not for the weak, as we would say. All right. I feel like that definitely could be an episode for um, one of our, um for next time. But I do have Clarence on the other side. Clarence, um, I know, you know, people are probably eager to hear three words that describe you. <laughs> <laughs> Three words. Um, I know you have five, but we only need three. I have way more than that, but <laughs> um,
2: but I'll say um, I'll tell you the basics. So like that. I'm a very introvert
0: person. I'm very, really? Yeah. That's very surprising. I mean, people don't know that. <laughs>
2: I'm glad. I'm glad we're talking <laughs> about it because
0: if you had asked me if whether clients is introvert or extrovert, I would not be thinking about it you being an introvert right. but you know it makes sense i'll let you finish your thoughts so like,
2: I'm, I'm very fun you know i can be very fun sometimes i can be very quiet you okay I'm saying? those are the three words that describe me as a person yeah
0: okay so you're an introvert yeah you can you quiet you said yeah Is the second and then fun you said the yeah the third yeah. okay I feel like there is more than that, but I feel like we won't have the time to describe everything that, you know, you would want to share um, with the world. So this is a very interesting topic, right? Our upbringings. And the reason why I think it's important for me specifically, and I want to speak for you guys, um, you guys can, you know, jump in if you have anything to add. For me, everything that I'm doing, I'm always thinking about my past right? Every move that I'm making, I'm always thinking about where I'm going in the future, right? Without a past, there's no future, right? So I think about where I came from in Haiti, right? I'll be the first to admit that I've never been shy of talking about my past, my struggle, where I came from. I'm not ashamed of it. I know without that struggle, I wouldn't know the hard work that it takes to get where I am today, right? I don't use the word poor um, lightly. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a very poor um, household, um, right? My family knows that. We all know that. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, my parents um, really push us uh, to be the best versions of ourselves, right? And would you guys not agree that, you know, we fought a past, there's no future? And what do you guys think is... Why it's important actually to talk about our upbringings, you know, where you came from, and some of the things that shape who you are today. Anyone want to jump in?
1: I
2: think uh, a lot of a lot of um, things that we went through, like like in Haiti and stuff like that. Like for me, like I remember when I was a, a youngin, like like my father, he was. He, of course, he was the head of the house. You know what I'm saying? And he was very strict. There's things that he couldn't, there's things, a lot of things that he couldn't do. All, all we had to do was like go to church, um, go to school and get back home. And we will be sitting in the house for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we couldn't go outside to play and stuff like that. And even, let's say if we do step outside to play, we gotta it's like we 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 on a time zone we have to you know get hurry right. up and 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 do what we need to do and then get um get back to the house before my father come back but and I feel like today that, that that's one of the words like the introvert like that makes i feel like that issue okay that you know those times change me for who I am as a person you know what okay. I'm saying it makes me a little bit more introvert it makes me Right. You know, like quiet, shy, you know, like and that's why you no, know, but I've been fine with that. Okay. You know I mean,
0: so Yeah, I think a lot of that makes sense. Um, to be quite honest, right? And you know, if you're one of our listeners listening and if you happen to be Haitian, you probably understand what he's talking about when he says um right in Haitian Creole we call it well, we call it the three L's, right? Um in English, which is you know, a lot of Haitians, people that were born in Haiti, um, know that growing up there's three things, you know, we could do which was going to school, which is late call. Right.
2: Not to go at you uh, Go ahead. ahead. Um I don't know if you... Of course, a lot of people know about Sean Mas, You know what I mean? Okay. Sean Massey was one of the spots that everybody... You know, if you're from Haiti, everybody knows about Sean Mas, You know what I mean? But for me, the only reason I know about Sean Moss was because of my, my uh, aunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was the reason why I know about Sean Mas, But if it was for my dad, I would never know about stuff like that. But Because to him, he was try, just trying to protect us. right? You know what I'm saying? But... That's not how we we, we, we saw it back then, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But but Shamas was the spot. But only like I say, only reason I know that is because of my um uh, my aunt. She used to come around and then pick me up and and then go there and have some fun and stuff like that. Like yeah, I just wanted to add that. Yeah, like, that's like,
0: fine. I think yeah. I mean, <laughs> you say that because I've actually never been there. But you know, but I actually came here uh, to the U.S. when I was very young. Um, and I have not been back to Haiti ever since. But going back to what I was saying, right, as Haitians, we know L'Ecole, which is school, Black Eye, home in L'Eglise, which is church, right? I think, you know, if I could think of some of my earliest childhood memories and how they impacted us um, in Haiti, right, also here, if I look back in Haiti, I think my parents' weren't as strict as they were until they came here right um we grew up very independent like i said we had a lot of freedoms actually in haiti we could go anywhere uh downtown where i came from or you know during the holiday season you know you could go out and be with friends and have fun but when we came here it was a different story because you know there is the whole stigma that um you know, that, you know, it, there are certain people, crowds you couldn't hang with. So for me here in the US, I know my parents were like, okay, well, you need to, you know, do your studies and um, come back home, right? Church, we didn't really go to church when we came here. But I felt like, um, Jumps being my cousin, right? Um, when I was in Haiti, obviously we live in two different, um, Parts of Haiti, right? I've heard of Jumps but I never met Jumps when I was in Haiti. What is that I couldn't remember. But so for me, there's a lot of about jumps. I don't know until he told me about, you know, the areas that he grew up in or in the environment, right? He talked about it all the time and how dangerous it was and how, you know, he had friends that had witnessed stuff or himself that he's seen, you know. Crazy stuff And I Think a lot of time You know You have to I'm sure you reflect back And said Wow I actually I'm here um, I have a daughter And You know A decade ago Plus I probably Wasn't even thinking About stuff like that Or knew If I was even Gonna make it Out of You know You know <laughs> The area that I, I grew well, up
1: I, I say that to Kim All the time He's like Kim hey, You don't even know Where I came from To be here just to see you It's crazy Like We came from two totally different parts of the world And just for us to be together And Have this You know This amazing girl and Right And my daughter is like Yo I don't even know where I would have been Like two years ago Ten years ago You know It's crazy But
0: yeah So do you guys agree That The way I don't think Do you Do we Want to say that Our parents had good intention And in the way they wanted to protect us It's just the way about doing it wasn't probably the most healthy way, right? In the sense of um, how strict they were. We couldn't do many things. Everybody's journey is different, right? I'm not here to judge, but, you know, we've had opportunities to be somewhere um, in life and, you know, people choose different paths. A lot of time we've, you know, we've we attack our parents because we think they could have done better, but we never understood where themselves, you know, the places they've been before they got to where they are now.
2: I think they, they they were just trying to protect us. I think that's the, um, them being strict, I think that's, that's, that's their way of, you know, showing like, that they care and stuff like that. But, but to us nowadays, I'm pretty sure that's not how we gon I mean, that's yeah. not how we take it. You
1: know? I mean f-, f for me it was different. Like I grew up with my mother. I grew up with like five females in the household. I grew up in the in the hood in Haiti, straight up in the hood. Um my number one thing was surviving. My mom would go to work from like six in the morning and she won't come back home till ten. I was out here by myself. I was, you know. I was playing, you know, I was doing everything, I, you name it. Like, I was doing everything, I was riding bikes, I was in the dirt, I was with the soccer field, you know, I was where the bad boys were, I was hanging with thumbs, and I was with everybody. My thing was surviving, I survived, I had fun. But, you know, I witnessed a lot of things and then I'm just like, yo, was that normal, you know? Right. For a child, don't at, at the time, at the it time. felt like it was normal, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, in the Haiti, I was grown man Like I was a grown man By the age of 10 Facts I was going to school By myself It was like an hour ride You know And when I came here I was I was 12 I had people taking me To my ber- to my ball stop Just take the bus to school I'm like what is this You know what I mean <laughs> I was already grown You know um, right. I, I done seen it all And for, for my mother For me it was like She don't know What I did during the day Before she get home And when she get home Her number one rule was I better be shower And my feet mm. better be clean So that or my homework done so that we're ready for bed and dinner. So, if I'm if if I her number one was was hygiene, I better make sure that I'm right, I'm good so people don't talk trash about her child and make me look like I'm a dirty, she's a dirty mother and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, I had my cousin with me in the house, but they couldn't handle me, you know, they were teenagers uh-huh. themselves, they were having fun. We all were having fun. I was out there playing soccer, you know, hustling and just doing playing, you know, just. Just, just betting on games and stuff like that. Right. But you know, it's, I was a kid. Kids so. being kids. Kids I being think, kids, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Kids being kids. Mm-hmm. I think. Um now that we are adult, we look back at the stuff we were doing, we're probably the same shit. I hope, you know, when I have kids that they're not as half bad that I uh, that I was. Half bad as I was, right? Um, but really you can pray, you can hope, you can um, guide your child to, you know, be as good and, you know, and there's no such thing as being perfect, but try to be as close to that as possible. But sometimes the environment they are in can really shape the person they turn out to be. Right. And uh, that's why I appreciate that the love that I see you give your, your daughter, because even for us, right. Mm -hmm. My parents, uh, good people, right? Um, and one thing I know guys, we guys talk about, right? And it's such a touchy subject that we but we sometimes talk about it like, hey, well, I can't remember the last time I hear, you know, a, a parent say, you know, they love us, right? Um, sure. And course, honestly, yeah. French. I feel like you know girl. we can we can go days and days I mean, we'll and talk, talk about, about <laughs> that sure. topic. Yo, right? I,
1: mean, I make sure I tell my daughter every day I'm proud of her, girl. man. She doesn't understand it's it. I'm proud of you. Needed, I love girl. you. You are amazing, and then you know I told her that every second that I look at her, man, I give her kisses, hmm. and then she gets so many kisses. To the fact that she just comes in and just kiss me, like whenever, she, <laughs> and then you know she just she just loves. She used me and her mother so bad. She abused us. <laughs> she would slip in the middle. She would jump left and right and get love from both of us. Cuddle right. when she want to cuddle with her. Come cuddle with me. You know it's just, oh man. It's like it's like how did I not how did not not get this? Like hmm. how do you not give this to a child? You know, um I never remember my moment and my father being in the same room together or sleeping in the same bed. Right. I never said I never witnessed that my whole life. And then for my daughter to see that she's she oh man, I'm like, yo, that right there makes me a champ. I, mean, I feel amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um it's a different feeling. I'm like, how do you not like this feeling, you know?
2: But yeah. I don't have a um I don't have a moment in my life bro, like that I can't remember that mm-hmm. my father or my mother say Son, I love you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but do I think that they love me? Of course. Of course. Of course, of course. Right. You know, by the action. Mm-hmm, they still actions course. speak, uh, you know, a lot of actions, it's louder than words. words right. Yeah, right. So, basically, that's, like, till now, bro. Till now. Like, I never heard of that from them, bro. But, of course, we expect, like, I, since we go grown there, we expect to do better. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? With our
1: own child nowadays, bro. But, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I used to never hear it from my mother until I started saying it to her. Mm. You know, I started saying, I love you, mom. She would say, I love you too, baby. Mm. I love you too, son. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it started with me at first. When I, when I first came to the U.S., when I saw her, you know, we used to talk right. the phone all the time. We never said it. We said, okay, good night. But we mm-hmm. never said, I love you until I started saying it. And she started I, saying it back. I
2: heard, you know? though, like, um, they they, they would never, like, they would never try to, like, say... These words, because the way they were they they were raised, mm. you know what I'm saying. Like I remember somebody told me I'm I have a, a couple of issues with my father, and then um, someone told me like, "Bro, you you need to understand like where they came from." You know what I'm saying? Like their household, how they were raised, and stuff like that. They they didn't have that that kind of love, so obviously they don't know how to. Man, share that. I, 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 man, I I, Which I understand. I, I get what you're saying. I, bro. I get what you're saying. But listen, it, listen, you listen. I get what you're
1: saying. But love is love, man. You don't teach love. You don't learn love. Mm. You you genuinely just give it out to somebody, right? You you know what I mean? You don't you don't teach. Nobody teaches you love. Listen, why would you want to do the same thing somebody did to you as a kid to somebody mm. else? That make no sense, you know. And it's and then how you go up is he's gonna go up the same way you're going up now. With no love, like who, you know what I mean? It's just—it yeah, is. a point too, bro. you, you know? have a point, Love but, is love, man. But there's know. people that go apart that show kids that kids the right. love like nothing else, man. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you guys are saying that, um, right? Because I have a weird relationship uh, with my dad. Like, I love the guy, right? Um, I hope he knows that, and I love my mom dearly, right? Um, but I started reflecting. As I got older, I started reflecting why he's the way he is, right? I didn't leave his era, so I don't know what he's been through, right? I know he was a cop. I know he was in the Haitian army and whatnot. God know what he had to do to survive. If you guys know the whole, you know, the era where, you know, Haiti was being run by a dictatorship, so God knows what, you know, he had to do to survive, right? But I started reflecting back, and I said, you know what? Two wrongs don't make it right. I think that's how that quote goes, right? And yes. for me, to what you're saying, jumps, when you started saying to your mom that you love her, I started, like, forgiving my dad. And I think that was a starting moment in my life where I felt like, okay, I think I'm healing from those traumas, right? Because for me, is trying to understand... Um, Me not wanting to be like him is not doing the same things that he's doing, right? And I preach that to you guys a lot by saying, um, right, just because your, you know, parents doesn't call you doesn't mean you um, don't call them, right? Um, Right? And I don't have to be my dad's best friend, but I respect him, right? I respect him. He knows that uh, as well. And I know he's very proud of me. Uh, my mom, we talk almost every other day, right? Um, We do have uh, a disagreement as well. But I think one of the things that we not wanting to be like our parents or some might want to be like their parents, right? If they have a healthy relationship with them, we have to do better than them. And by being better than them is by not falling into the trap and having that cycle of saying, you know what? I'm an adult, then an adult, I don't have to bow down to them. That's not what this is about, right? It's saying, okay, this is the guy, woman who helped bring me into this world, right? They're not responsible for bringing you in this in this. They're not responsible for bringing you into this world, but they help bring you into this world. And for me, is you can show um, gratitude, you can show respect to someone that at one point in your life you didn't have the conscience to understand. Hey, that was the guy or that was the lady, the woman rather, that was changing your diaper. That was the person walking you to school. That was the person taking you to church. You made you don't remember those stuff, but yeah, you didn't just wake up and you turn thirty now, right? It's these things happen, whether we want to accept it or not, they happen and they weren't always, you know, um, the person who we think they are now. It's their upbringing, you know, shaping who they are now and But most likely they had to go through themselves, right? Uh, We are lucky to be in the U.S. at a young age, whereas they weren't in the U.S. They actually struggle more than we did, right? To think about it, if we're being honest with ourselves, right? My parents came here in their late um, 30s, 40s, if I could remember. So a good chunk of their time that we're living here, having the best of our lives, they were in Haiti probably, you know, during the era where they were a dictatorship. And as many of you know, right, being in a country run by dictatorship, there are many things you could or couldn't do, right? It depends on what side of the um, the country you were a part of. So that brings us to family dynamics, right? Um, this is a very interesting topic when we start talking about our families. And I know we started Diving early into that uh, about our parents, siblings, and other family members. Um, my family is not perfect in any shape form, right? And I have a lot of siblings. I'm the third of seven, right? And I have siblings that I am, um, you know, starting to learn about. Believe it or not, right? I'm starting to learn about. Um, Third of seven, uh, and there is two outside of marriage, right? And, you know, and I think that's one of the things I struggle with growing up because I've always said, um, thinking out loud to myself when I was depressed at times, like, you know, there was, you know, infidelity in my household. Um, And I think, honestly, that's why I love my mom so much, is because she had to deal with that while taking care of us, Um, you know, as as a mom of seven, right, and, you know, you hear my dad denies all of those, you know, rumors, and then now, you know, he's very proud of, you know, the other kids he helped bring into this world, right, didn't ask, as we said earlier, didn't ask um, to come into this world, but they here now and I'm starting to learn more about them and actually talking to them. And, you know, in the beginning, um, some will say, hey, you know, those are the people that, you know, really affected your childhood. Right. But I had to say to myself, you know what? They're as innocent as anyone else could be. So I started connecting with them and learn more about them. And honestly, I think that's one of the best feelings to, you know, hear that, you know, Here's this person, you know, that is a, a family member of mine. Um, we're contacting each other and learning more about ourselves, right? And, you know, it, it shows growth, right? Um, I also grew up in a strict household. Um, and I won't take the whole time because I think you guys probably have experiences too in your families that you may or may want to share. And you don't have to if it's personal for, for me. You know, I'm opening myself out there to be vulnerable and saying, you know, for those who think I'm, like, a perfect person, for those who think, hey, he probably grew up in a perfect household, you know, it couldn't be further from the truth. Is there anything that you guys could relate to in terms of family dynamics, um, right, that shape who you are, good or bad, right? Maybe you had a healthy um, household, right? Maybe there were some struggles.
2: Well, for me, I did not. Um uh, I had a actually I had a I, I think I had a great family. Like, um, okay. a family of um, seven. Mm. Uh, my father, stepmother. She was one of the greatest stepmother I ever had. To be on, I mean, I ever known. To be honest with you, like I, as you know in Haiti, like stepmothers are not. They don't have good reputations. Right. But for mine, like she, she was different. She was re- she was really different. I'm I'm here because of her. You know mm. what I'm saying? So so mine was I wouldn't say great, but it was it was it was okay. You know what I'm saying? But there wasn't nothing really that that like I could say that 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 shaped me for who I am as a person right. today. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's I, nothing really about my family makes me who I am today, right
0: now, uh, to be honest. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I think everybody's stories yeah. is a bit different. And, you know, I.
2: Like, we used to have a, 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 a. My mother would always come see me. You know what I'm saying? Um, mother and um, stepmom, they, they get along very well. And there was nothing crazy you know what I'm saying From mm-hmm. that, that could shape me for who I am today as a person so
1: um uh for me it was different man it was big it was big like I mean big uh, I started with when I was in Haiti so in Haiti um my mother I'm the only child so I was the golden mm-hmm. child before she go to work she would give me money I would go out spend money blow money you know and I live with two of my oldest cousin they would be there to take care of me, not to take care of me, but you know make sure I eat, make sure I do my homework and make sure their house is like I'm not going crazy, you know stuff like that helping with my homework um and um and just and and just to come to the u s in Boston you know i met not met, but I knew all my siblings i have um i think I believe I had eight sisters, eight sisters and five five brothers including me, five of us so uh, it was big, man. Um, some of them, some of them's already moved up. But when I got in the house, it was about ten of us. So um, it was big. So it went from being the only child to being the outside child. Mm. You know that,
0: that is that's actually very interesting and you know you <laughs> know weird yeah, perspective it, on being. You know, the golden child So now, exactly. And you know, how do I fit in? How do uh, I fit in? Exactly.
1: Right. So um, yeah. So it was it was tough, man. It was it was tough. Um, I did things that I never knew that I'd do my my whole life. Um, you know, it was. I know I was I wasn't. It's not like I wasn't fed every day, but we didn't have enough to feed everybody every day. You mm. know what I mean? Um, it was just that you eat today, you skip the next meal the next day. Right. You know, there's no saving up a meal. Somebody will eat it on the free <laughs> the night over. You know what I mean? Shit, <laughs> if I'm hungry I'll eat it too. <laughs> yeah. All right. You eat yeah. for two days. Yeah, exactly. what <laughs> yeah. It was more about surviving. You know what I mean? Just trying to keep up to where I was the golden child, you know. So it All was right. it was it was tough, man. It was tough. And people don't people didn't get that, you know. It was tough for me to going up in my house. So I was a, I was always in trouble, you know. I was again a lot of trouble, you know, in school. I was in I was bad. I was looking for attention. I was funny. I was a clown. Mm. You know, um, you know, cause I didn't get that at home. You know, like you know, I had a little brother. You know, he was a golden child. He was perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love him though. That was my guy. You know what I mean? But it's right. like, that was me when I was back home. You know what I mean? And then um, from that to being like the the child, I was like, yo, f- figure it out. You know, right? Uh, just get out there. And then I'm yeah, I, that's what I did. I figured out <laughs> the world, man. I got into a lot of trouble, but I experienced a lot of things. All the, that's that's what makes me who I am. Um, you know clean the wall, I wash up the wall, I clean the bathrooms, I wash dishes, take trash out, make sure rooms are clean, laundry. All that, all that made, made me who I am today, man. I'm independent. Um, you know, I I love that, man. Um, and uh, it it's, it built me, man. You know, it built right. me different. People don't understand that, but that's another conversation for another day, but it built me. And um, you know, we can talk about that.
0: Do you think um Throughout your time here in the U.S. where you felt like, you know, well, you're telling us that you did get in a, a lot of trouble. Do you think it's a result of maybe feeling a bit free? Free in the sense of, um, you know, being going from being the golden child in a way, maybe it may, may, may not be true for you. You had to be perfect. Now, okay, nobody's really putting me first uh maybe that's not even the case too but i can do certain things and probably get away with it because they're not gonna care if i get in trouble is uh is my parent going to come to the school right
1: funny when you said that it's, it's, that's a good question man um when i was uh when i was a freshman when i was a freshman in high school I went and got my ears pierced, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought nobody in the house would know. <laughs> I got my ears, like, like so I don't know of, how, like so many of us in someone the house would not know, you know. A, so an abuse, yeah, so, so, abuse, so like yeah, so I got my ears you know. Before I get home, I took them off, you know. A couple hours before I go to work, I like before I go to school, I put my earrings back on. I go to school, and then you know, nobody ever knew, you know. I, I wanted that. I just got my life. I, I wanted that, you know. I, I I wanted to like, I I where I grew up in, it was like. I had my Like we had I had a style Where my style was like It was like I always want the newest style mm. I wasn't a bad boy But whatever was popping Was hot I wanted that And I used to always get that I was always my way And when I came up here I'm like Yo, Oh shit I want to get my hair spaced, You know I want right. to look cool That's the style So I went and did that Because I know my father Would never let me do that And, and I went behind his back <laughs> And I did that But yeah, man um, Yeah, I just wanted to like I just wanted to be out there And stand out there Because I wasn't getting at home So, you know Right But yeah
0: Did you get caught
1: though? Yeah, I got caught, man I got caught um, Crazy story
0: Somebody snitched on me.
1: <laughs> the lunch lady at my school was my father's friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she
0: Ew, saw That's me, crazy. She, she, she I thought you get home. caught by your sisters or well, something. Nah,
1: man. She came home. She I came home one day. And My wow. father was like, "Hey, man, come here." I was like, "What you?" I was like, "What you want?" Man? And he's like, "Come here." And then um, he called my sister over. He was like, "He was, hey, 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 take this piece of Erin." Pull it in, ear. If it goes through, he got his <laughs> earpiece, and then she put it through, right through it. That shit went oh, through, man. Shit. And then he was like, "You got your earpiece," and he whooped my ass that day, man. I'm Called my see. mother, and then you know that summer, that's that's that was like, that was like the best thing that happened that happened that ever happened to me, mm. man. It was him finding out that I got my earpiece because at that time he was like, "You know what? I'm about to move to Haiti. I don't know what to do with you. I'm gonna ship you to your mother." Because at that time when I left, bought. Haiti. Mm-hmm. My mother had just moved from Haiti to Philly. He was right. like, "I'm gonna ship you to Philly to your mother." You know what I mean? So it was like a reverse So it was like I'm going back to like to my mother. Like I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to. It was like it was like the best thing. Like I left I left the house the next month. You know, he was like, "I didn't finish the whole year of my freshman year." Right. You know, he was like, "You know what? This, this is it, man. I'm done with you." It was like, you know, I'm moving back to Haiti. I can't leave you. I can let you Here with your sisters and your siblings. You're you gonna be acting up. <laughs> you know, you want you always want the newer style. You talking like you're a gangster. So he sent me to my mother. And the crazy thing when I got to my mother, my mother took me to get my other earpiece.
0: <laughs> <laughs> privilege of being yeah, a golden the, child. Oh, she no. goes. She was like I, she crazy. was like
1: she was like, yo, why you keep buying two errands if you just you know, get one? She was mm. like, I like the style. You're not a bad kid. I know who you are. You like style, that's right, what you are right, When I was a kid yeah. with my mother, I used to get double lined up and stuff. I used to wear I recall, every new style, I recall, I recall. you know. And then Your she polos. yeah, all that <laughs> stuff. And then she just took me. I got my other uh, apron, and then you know, it was it's, it's a crazy, it was a crazy story, man. And then if I'm just being reunited with my mother, it was like your love story again. It was like we're back at it again. And it was amazing because now we was in the U.S. We didn't have to worry about bullets, guns, the city where we All live right. in. And then we, was, we wasn't living large, but we was living happy and comfortable, you know? But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very um, interesting um, story to share with people because, you know, you can you can't possibly be the only person in, in that household that was, you know, causing issues, but somehow, you know, you stood out. We'll shift things to culture influences and how cultural background and upbringings shape our identity, right? Um, all three of us are Haitians. And, you know, funny enough, and honestly, I don't know how many people who's going to believe me. I came here um, <clears throat> in early two thousand. It was a tough time to be Haitians, right? Every name in the dictionary, um, that went good. If you were Haitian- You call us HBO, man. You would get it. You would be, <laughs> you would be called, order, called <laughs> everything. But one thing I never denied was my, um, you know, is being Haitian, yes, right? I never denied that. However, whatever word they used to describe Haitian, both people, this and that, you know- um, you know, boat. I, yeah, I Banana. never um, deny my, um, you know, where I came from. And the reason being is because I knew our history, right? Banana. I knew the Haitian history, right? Uh, and it's, it's one of those things I wish they thought in school in the U.S. Because honestly, if you know your history, you will know what I'm going to say, right? Without the Haitian Revolution, you know, the U.S. wouldn't be the U.S. is that's just fact, uh, right? And I'm not going to take my the whole time to talk about the Haitian uh, influence and shaping the U.S. to be the country it is today. But I do know one thing that I pride myself in is being Haitian and know and understand how strong of a people we are, right? Every five, ten years, every other years, we go through something, right? And we just rise up again, Um, and, you know, it will continue until one day, you know, we go back to being what we were, right? A lot of people are going to be thinking I'm crazy. Haiti, rather, was one of the richest countries in the Western Hemisphere, right? That's why, you know, Christopher Columbus was, you know, um, traveling um, around the world and, you know, taking stuff from the country and, you know, it, and a lot of other nations, whether it's the U.S. that invaded Haiti in the 1915s, whether it's, um, you know, the the Spanish, whether it's, you know, it's the English, right? Because they knew the value that that was there um, at the time. And right now, uh, the value is the people, right? And I know we will rise again, but the Haitian proud is definitely something that shipped who I am, right? I have a love for um, the Haitian culture. Um, I didn't always have the love for the music, but as I grew up, you can't escape it, right? It's like, it's there. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. You can't, if you were born in Haiti and some of us that was born here, if you hear Haitian music, whether you like it or not, you feel like you can connect to it uh, because it's just around you everywhere. And
2: just to add one thing, like one thing I noticed about Haitians well. Regardless of what we go through, we're still going to have some fun, bro. Yup. You got, you got, like, Even during the
0: protest, bro, <laughs> we having fast, but we're having fun. we we still, still going to have some but, fun. Bro. And that's the yeah.
2: thing I appreciate the most about the culture,
1: bro. I just want to say, I, I, I got to say this. I feel like us that's living in the U.S. care for Haiti more than people that's living in Haiti. What made you think that? Because, man Because we don't know What they're feeling You know we, we we, wish Like We still got that dream Of where we grew up Of how things were But things are not the same We still want that feeling We're trying to grab that But we can't grab that People Like there's none of that anymore mm. You know what I mean We still want that Because we're living up there We don't know what they're dealing With back home right. They want to get out You know what I mean They Everybody wants to get out Nobody wants to stay But us We want to go back Because we don't know You know what I mean right. I don't know if, like, But You know Like some people is like you know like it's it's time it's time to like stop selling Haiti. How do you feel about that? Like mm. you know, start start it's, it's time to give it up. Let like somebody else surrender this country, so at least we could go to Haiti, and enjoy it. You know,
0: it's interesting you saying that because you know if I were to um, push back at you and send, right, a lot of people here care for Haiti, right? Uh, but we only saying it out loud. We're not you know, put in the work to yeah, see Haiti change, yet. right? Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunately, it, it it happens to a lot of countries where the best of the best, and I'm not saying there is isn't intelligent, bright people, hardworking people in Haiti, because they are, right? A lot of them are intelligent and hardworking people than some people that are here in the U.S. wasting their, um, their, the access they have to the resources they have, right? But there's one thing I do know is which I love about, um, I'm trying to remember, there's a country in the Middle East um, that pays for their citizen to come get an education here in the U.S. So they pay for room and boards um, in their school. The only catch is once they graduate, they have to go back home, right? Imagine, and then it's a different country too because there's a lot of, you know, resources in the Middle East, all right, whether it's oil and all the other good stuff. But, the catch is you have to go back home. Now you have the knowledge that you gain in the US. You're not here making the US great. You going back home and making your country great. Yeah. Right. And I wish Haiti had some kind of program like that for Haitians. And, you know, and a lot of people do go back to Haiti. But it's usually, oh, I'm gonna retire in Haiti. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna go back and give back. And some do too, right? They open up shops, they um open up Hospitals and whatnot. Just not enough of us are doing it.
1: Uh, um, I just feel like man. Um, Haiti's a long topic, man. Haiti's, yeah. Haiti's <laughs> for, <laughs> that, yeah. For, yeah we'll know, save for, that. It's a long <laughs> topic, man. And um, <laughs> with me, when 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 I came to the US, every every like the only way Haiti would like. I, that's just my opinion Like I don't want anybody So believe anything that I say that's, mm-hmm. that's just my opinion Yeah it's that's your just, opinion That's what I believe
0: man Hopefully respect that Yeah um,
1: My thing is when I got here Everything had a rule Everything is the law mm. And I feel like you don't have that in Haiti People Law and order Law and order <laughs> You know what I mean Like you, either you go to the bathroom They tell you hey Don't throw the toilet Papers in the freaking toilet toilet bowl You clog mm-hmm. the toilet you know, like everything, like everything is a rule. Like I feel like Haiti don't have that where people just do whatever they want. Like mm. we have, we have those amendments that just like that that help us. Every city has its own laws and own rules that we follow. Right, that makes a city great. That makes you don't you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this, you don't do that. And I feel like we don't have that where people just get like they just get they just they just do whatever they want, man. And then it's like there's no consequences. People just yeah, it's it's, it's a dog eat dog type of world man
0: (laughs) yeah i think um one other thing about haiti is i've always said um if i were to become president of haiti i think there are things i would focus on and i'm not you know running for any office i'm just saying right it would be health Healthcare is important it would be education it would be safety right um, with the education, obviously you have the knowledge. You can get a job. With the health, right? It's health. is not just about your well-being. It's about hey, you know, <clears throat> here we are dumping the street with trash, and then what's eating the trash is the same animal that you know people are eating, right? And you know, it's crazy stuff like that, right? With um, safety, Haiti has, is is in an Ireland and. You know, you have, you know, sun year-round. year, year round. Like, I'm sure there are many places in Haiti um, that use solar power, right? Um, wouldn't it be great if we had invested and have some kind of um, trade policies with other countries that could provide solar power to light up our street, that could... Um, you know, create some safety um, nets for our people, and that's not just a Haiti problem because I see it everywhere too. Right, I, I went to South Africa this uh, this year, and you know, there is some part where um, you know they had um, I forgot the term they use, but it's kind of like a, 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 a they have like an hour or two where they don't have power in certain part of the uh, of the country, uh, right? And you know, I have left Haiti very young, so I. Can only imagine things would get better, but every time I hear about it, it's always, oh yeah, it's still the same thing. We had power for like a like three hour, and then we don't have it for <laughs> like a week or plus. I'm like, how do you live like that, right? But I still love Haiti, regardless of those, you know, things that you hear about yeah. Haiti. Um,
1: I mean, I can't say much about Haiti. I haven't been in eighteen years, you know. Right,
0: I mm-hmm. haven't been
1: there. Like when I lived, I was a child, so I only knew. My, like, you know, I didn't I only knew the kids where to get to work and back home. I didn't explore the Haiti where I would go south, north, west, east. Uh, I've never done that, so that's mm. my goal. My main goal is to go down to Haiti, take a trip, and visit all around, see all right. what's the issue. Why are we having this issue in the city? Because I'm sure it's not everywhere in Haiti they have mm-hmm. this issue. You know, I'm sure some cities are beautiful. You get in there, you like, everybody can oh, yeah. walk in. There's no crimes, there's no this, there's no that. Everybody just love each other, you know what I mean. I've been in a different country where it's like, yo, I don't have this issue. We don't see it. I don't see that. Even in the city, I don't see it. You know, we got police officers in Barbados with freaking cameras on their chest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like I said, I need to go. I I, I want to take a trip so I, can just see, so I can just see what's out there. You know what I mean? Like, why is this not working in the city? Why are we having this issue other places and we're not having it there? You know what I mean? I don't think anybody, like... Actually, have that answer, but to be honest
2: with you, because I believe there's more behind all this. Of course, that's going no doubt. Well, of course, I'm sure. You know, It's all politics, man. people Yeah, 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 definitely. Like it's more like about politics and stuff. So, even if you wanted like to change some things, you know what I'm saying, but it'll it be a little bit harder because of these politics and stuff. Mm. You know, because once you have money in Haiti, like you think you can you can run a whole city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and and it's it's just how it is.
0: Yeah. I mean and the people you think that's running in Haiti is not even the people that's running in Haiti. And I was in shock but not totally surprised with all the things that going on in Haiti, right? And it is started to sanction uh, a lot of big uh, figures, you know, in Haiti, people who's really controlling the the country, right? And Haiti really has uh, all type of people living there uh, black, whites, um, any you know, and other people that migrated to Haiti when tough time in their countries, um, you know, centuries ago and whatnot. But when they posted the people they sanctioning, and I'm like these people looks nothing like us <laughs> the people that are uh, running Haiti looks nothing like us right I'm not saying they're not Haitian maybe they are uh but they're not really the one represent they're not
1: you know so one not representing black. They're not black. they're not black right <laughs> they're, know, not black. they're
0: not black and uh, Haiti is not just a black you know country but just to see like I'm like this guy looks you know European this guy looks white. Well, white, European, whatever, right? So I think that is one of our biggest problems as well is being one of the country um, that where black people own the majority of the land, right? But the businesses, we're not controlling that, right? Maybe some of us are controlling running businesses, but just like in the US, right? There is someone on top that's, you know, taking all the profits and it's usually not um, us, right? And f- I think for Haiti to change, we need to have certain structure in place, um, you know, that will help us, you know, be what we were once, right? Um, we didn't make, I hate, using the like I hate when I hear people say, oh, Haiti is, was, you know, is one of the poorest countries in, in the Western hemisphere whether it's true or not, because there is a bunch of country in the world, including the US, that are very poor areas, right? But our culture is rich, uh, right? Our people know their history, uh, and I wouldn't trade that for anything.
2: Like one thing I want to say about Haiti, bro. Like Haiti's, like I'm still proud of of Haiti, bro. Like mm. to be honest, like I come like from the story is basically we had you know what I'm saying how we basically um got our independent and stuff like that you know what I'm, I'm still proud of Haiti for that but moving forward though you know what I'm saying like I feel like it's gonna take a whole lot of like it'll take a lot you know as far as to get back to where basically like how we should, like started
0: yeah I agree I agree you know um it definitely will take a lot. And as we predicted, we were gonna take a we were gonna take a lot of minutes to talk about Haiti. I feel yeah. like it's one of those topics. Oh man, it's long. It's, man. it's it just as Damn. much as the history is long and rich. You can talk about the goods, the bad, the uglies, and the ups and down. But honestly,
1: I mean, man,
0: yeah, we. we
1: up here we we, we all voicing our Haiti. We all just like love. Mm. We on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Right. We the the main thing is is get down there and get Get started. It's start, you know what <laughs> I mean? And <laughs> yeah. I I mean I'm s i am like pe- pe- people are leaving Haiti, man. Like I feel I feel like I'm seeing a lot of Haitian up here. They are leaving Haiti. As soon as pretty much later nobody's gonna be in Haiti, mm. you know. The people's gonna go down there and start buying some lanes. They're gonna start Ew, being in condos. That's one thing I want We're to gonna have people. resort down there. Mm-hmm. People are gonna start being Airbnb mm. and they're gonna make money off of Haiti. It's not gonna be our money, it's gonna be their money. And then, you know, they're gonna clean up the bad boys. All these guys with those AKs and guns <laughs> and stuff, they're gonna be gone soon. So, you know what buy I mean? Some lanes, and, buy some lanes, buy some lands. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I feel like people are just rushing. They literally they're just leaving Haiti, man. And I feel like this is a time right now where we all stand together and be like, yo, nice. we're not leaving. We know we nice. we're not leaving our home. And I feel like this us coming up there is too easy. They, it's too easy, man. Why is it so easy for us to just come up there I wouldn't like, say I wouldn't you know? say it's easy. Because <laughs> <not> <laughs> someone
0: way, walking like thousand of miles I mean, from bro, Haiti it's to It's not easy, but right. people,
1: people are getting up there too easy. They don't they don't they're not I mean, off the worker, they're not doing the they're not they're not doing it the right way. They should be doing. <laughs> one person not getting ten people, is, up here. Like, especially
2: about that <laughs> whole um um biting thing. You know that's mm. going it, on. That's exactly people's getting it's there. Like easy. like it's nothing. But then again, like why we get one this? thing. I, I I want people to understand. It's like yo, don't 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 y'all feel like? I mean, I want Haitians to understand. I mm. um, hey, mean, don't you feel like like they basically try kicking us out the country just to own that country. You know what, what I'm saying? We have the That's richest
1: soil in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like all, they're gonna start growing farms I mean, over there. They're gonna have farms and they're gonna grow everything they need to sell the whole world. We have the richest oil soil in this world, man. Mm. And just when it comes to growing uh, agriculture like rice, you know, sugar cane, you know, sugar, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Flowers. Like funny, when I was going when I was going to, when I was going to school in Philly, everybody's shirt in that school, my tags in my shirt said 100% cotton made in Haiti. See, and was, I had a buy those shirts, four shirt, shirts. I bought four shirts for like $80. I wonder how much they pay for that in Haiti. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that, you know, like there's cottons in Haiti that we didn't know, like what is going on? You know what I mean? Like how do we get these cottons in Haiti? Cotton's expensive.
0: I think it's interesting you said that about Haiti um, soil because there are many things you can't grow in the US. There isn't a lot you can't grow in Haiti. Right. Like the stuff that you hear in the US. Oh, we only get this thing because Man. for the season, for that season, this season. I'm like, in Haiti, like it's a hundred degree. And I'm getting the same thing you saying, you can't get um, you know, at this time of the year, right? Um and it's not like we have a four season um, you know, weather down there, right? But you know I think it's a conversation we can continue in a, in another later episode, but if we continue the conversation about our upbringings right and we talk about friendships and relationships, how our childhood experiences impacted the way we are related to others right um I think that's a very interesting topic uh right before I knew you guys, I had a group of friends right I didn't know I was gonna meet you guys, but yeah, I'm grateful for meeting you guys, but at the same time. I understand I think one thing about life is um the friends that you grow up with, maybe your long term friends, or maybe you meet new people along the way, right? I knew people in high school that I'm still friends with. And I knew people in high school, middle school that I said to myself, I could see myself being friends with this person, you know, for the rest of my life and they're no longer in my life, right? But you also meet new people along the way and they happen to be very good people and You know, sharing similar stories. I think one of the things, as we talk about our families, um, culture, right? We probably not thinking about it, but we said a lot and we can relate to each other in many ways. Some of the things that I've learned about Clarence and some of the things I knew about um, Jumps, and vice versa, right? I think that's what makes our friendship Uh, very unique because we do talk about those things behind closed door it is now we're sharing some of those topics with you know our audience and we hope that you guys will listen and help guide us through this journey that we are about to start right it is an experience uh, it is a journey and then hopefully we have guests in the future that will join us and also reflect on those uh, matters right how do you guys value friendships and relationships, right? And friendships, it could be with friends. Relationships, it could be, you know, as I've said, parents or, you know, um, partners you've had in the past. We don't need to go too deep. You don't want to or too personal. One thing I do know is my past relationships uh, made me a better person, made me understand life more, made me understand, right, Um um, how to value the time that you have with people that you love, right? And how to, you know, protect yourself at all times, right? Because not everybody out there is your friend. Not everybody wants to see you succeed. Not everybody that's it, they love you and they really mean, means it, right? And those that really means it, I think, you know, you see it, right? You see it, right? It's not just saying it, it's the action, right? And you're like, oh, this is what I was missing, okay, now I understand it. But do I regret the past? No. Because if I did not know how it feels like in the past, I wouldn't know what it is now, right? Um anything that you guys want to add? I know we're reaching toward the end of the episode of this podcast. And, you know, if we want, we can add one or two things uh in regards to friendship and relationship. If not, you know, I definitely want to take the opportunity to, you know, talk about lesson learned. Uh, throughout your journey Growing up And to The person you are Um Today
1: A relationship Like you said man Um My past relationship It made me who I am Um You know There was things that I would not do I was a stubborn man I was a mm. I, would, You know Um Like I said Um I didn't I didn't grow up with a teacher You know I didn't have this perfect Um Relationship goal mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in a family household Where You know Um you know like I'll see um my father or my stepmother kissing or my mother kissing you know oh all my mother were her um you know were her um where her fiances or her boyfriends kissing I never never witnessed that in my whole life so you know I didn't have that I didn't have nobody teaching me so um you know I made a lot of mistakes but
0: those right. are the things
1: that I learned and as a man I'm like why would I want to hurt somebody that I love so much you know why would mm-hmm. I want to do that and then I fixed my life and um and my relationship with my with the girl that I am now And, and um it's, it's been amazing man um, I just I, I'm just following The guideline Where rule, the rules That just Tells me that Hey man You treat people How you want to be treated Right And that's just it man Yeah,
0: Yeah I think it makes A lot of sense um, Right and, and not to say You know The people We have did it in the past Are bad people It just You know I think clients Once said that to me um, Where You know Everybody is on their own time, right? And eventually you will meet someone that cross your your path, right? Where you are literally on the same page. Like you almost feel like you know what's going on in the person's head, right? Because they they understand you, right? They they you trust them in the sense that they have your best interests, right? Um I don't have to be here for you know, the person to represent me. I know they got my back. I know, you know, uh, they respect our relationship and vice versa. Um, And, you know, I hope it's something that continue doesn't mean there's not going to be ups and downs because we are, you know, uh, when we are with our partners, we are, uh, you know, two different people. Um, I think one of the things I made clear with uh, my fiance from the get-go is uh, I'm going to be the best you know, partner to you at the end of the day in that relationship, I see it um, as a triangle. And I'm not talking about a love triangle, a triangle in the sense of there is my time, your time, and our time. And she understand that and I respect that in the sense of in the sense of, if she want to go out and have fun with her girlfriends, she's going to do it. And I'm just going to be like, okay, let me know when you're there. Uh, I just want to make sure that you're safe and vice versa if I'm out with yep. you guys. And she called me. Hey, I'm out with the guys. She's not gonna ask me what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Who are you with? Right? It's like okay, have fun, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Well,
1: you guys have to. You guys have. You guys earn that respect. You know what I mean? Right. You got to the point where you guys have. You earn that. Where she knows she can trust you. you mm-hmm. She don't have to like buck. She she could she could be like, all right, go do whatever you gotta do. You spend a week out with your boy. Do same thing with my girl. You know she understands that. Like you know, like that's not what we based on relationship and that's not how we started it mm. you know what i mean so she understand that like we don't have to worry <laughs> about that you know so yeah i that, that mean just, just speaking just going off of what you said makes a lot of sense
0: yeah friends do you have anything to add before uh we conclude our um first episode i like to call it our pilot episode right
2: i don't have much to say about relationship because okay. i'm still
0: trying to figure that out that's, that's a very exactly. fine um, <laughs> a way of putting things. I, I agree with you, right? We all are trying to navigate through this thing called relationships.
2: Yeah, but I know, like, nobody perfect, you know what I'm saying? Agreed. So it's, it, it, it's all the try. You just got to give it a try.
0: Mm. Yeah, Trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> if it works,
2: it works. If, if it, it doesn't, on un- doesn't. But at the same, time, <laughs> to the next. I hate, um, I hate to waste my time. Obviously. Agreed. Uh, I hate to, you know, like that's what before I even get in a relationship, I like to see. If, if you you know, like if to taste my... the water. test yeah.
0: T- yeah test see, the water. Is that I the like, same?
2: <laughs> I like to test people a lot, to be honest. Oh with, God. Especially if I'm if I'm if I'm dating you, I need to see like. I'll have to judge you a little bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? If you, if I see you moving in certain ways, um, that, okay, that's not good for my future. Like for, okay. like, for the type of person I want to be with in, my, like, in the future, if it's not it, it's not it. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, I'm still figuring that
0: out. Okay. I think yeah. it's a very interesting topic we'll discuss in a later episode, but... Yeah, I mean, again,
1: I haven't figured mine out yet, but as a, everyday man, I just try to be the best. Like, I I am... I'm vulnerable, uh, compromising with my girl. You like girl, to compromise, compromising okay? Compromising with her, you know, and understand, like I, like, like I used to always put myself first, and I just put her first. Mm-hmm. That's just my main thing. It's put her first, whatever. Like I'd be mm-hmm. like, "What do you want to do? Like, what do you got going on next weekend?" Before I do anything, like before, mm-hmm. I, like you know, just putting somebody first before me, just being, just <clears throat> not being selfish, you know, just like, okay, you are. like let her be the captain of like just Mm -hmm. just be like okay you are the mother of my child i respect you thank you for that and then Mm -hmm. um you could do so much more you know like what do you want to do you this and then she's amazing man and then just like let be let her be be first and then just put her first and then just follow what she does and then and um she needs help she just be like okay yeah you do this you do that be like all right cool i just want her to be first you know
0: one advice one go ahead clarence
2: one thing I'm still um, trying to figure that out is um as uh, uh, ego in a relationship.
0: Okay, you know what I'm saying. On your like, side, on, the person say, side, both I would just of you. Okay,
2: say my side. You know what I'm mean? saying. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes we have a, a little, we can have a little petty fight. Mm. You know what I'm saying. We're not gonna and, use and the T word, right? It, Too early for that. It, yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and, 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 and we are looking at the person and what you could just be like after you like figure like like okay why am i fighting for you could just look at your person and be like yo okay babe, let me get a hug and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that most of the time i could just do that but it's just like my ego won't let me you know what i'm saying okay. mean, that's one of the it's a thing I'm still, defense mechanism
0: too Rich yeah, will touch on just because
2: time. just because you know like when you do i i personally feel like if you do that Mm-hmm. The person might take advantage on that.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? If you just go low a little bit, mm-hmm. the person might think like, "Okay, you bitching out a little bit." So, okay. So, let me just keep it, you know, keep my ego on instead. Right, right, right. You know right, right. What I mean, and which is not good for a relationship, but like I said, I'm still fig- figuring it out. Just figuring it out. You know what
0: I mean? Just figuring it out. All right. I mean, this was a very interesting, um, you know, podcast, as I said, right? This is the first of hopefully many, um, right? We talk on a lot of topics, you know, and, you know, we could go minutes, hours, you know, days talking about these topics, but, you know, we want to keep it brief for now. And then as we get more into, um, you know, into um, our theme of the year, all right, which is to focus on you know stuff that really impact us as um you know people um from various backgrounds right, and you know for me, if there's one thing I've learned if i'm reflecting reflecting on my upbringing is. You know, life is what you make it out to be, whether you're rich or poor, right? It's really what you make it out to be. I grew up poor. (laughs) You know, I would say that 100,000 times and be fine with that and comfortable saying, I grew up poor, but I look back, I'm like, I grew up from, in a country where there was one house for family at the time of, you know, five, right? And I think two rooms, right? And coming here and seeing the opportunity that I had and just ran with it and, you know, to be able to get a decent job and, you know, buy a house before I turned 30, it's like, yo, this is the life that my parents most likely wanted, it, right? And unfortunately, they couldn't get it because, you know, they had a lot to take care of, which is us. Think about raising seven kids, um. Right And working minimum wage Like Sometimes I'm like I can't even survive Off the salary that I have And I'm like My parents had seven kids and At the time did. They were making Less than $20 I'm, I'm saying $20 Like the, Less than $10 Yeah they were making Less than $10, <laughs> $10 at the time yeah, it's, it's and, $7, you know? they and They still fed us it out. Still yeah, bought us bro. clothes but Still Did the best they can So yes I'm always gonna have Disagreement with my parents But I really love the yeah, fact man. that they, Listen, you know, man. they like, went through this and really put me in a position that I am to be a great. And not person. to cut
1: you off, man, this man's mother is the most hustlest woman that I ever met in yeah, my life. Like she is. hustle, man. She. Like she I, I don't even know How to put it together man You can give her anything She'll make it to a dollar She'll find a way to feed you yeah, But whatever she got She will flip right there, anything <laughs> man This She's a hustler man yeah. She been hustling Since so I was a kid man Her and my mother They been together That is They They've true. been you know They have been doing their own thing <laughs> Since I was a kid You know what I mean So yeah Shout out to his mom man That's my second mother I feel
2: like a lot of uh, A lot of Haitian uh, mothers Are like that mm. You know what I'm saying They yeah. like to
1: flip They'll flip man They'll find yeah. a way to make it man yeah. Yeah, like, My mother used and, to always say, man, <laughs> man. She never <laughs> let mean, me go night without eating supper, yeah,
2: bro Yeah, if you want to like, um, yeah. um, translate that word to word yeah, yeah. I can't, I mean how to put that I can't even <laughs> help you out with that, sorry <laughs> <laughs> My is so Creole is not I that mean?
0: strong
1: Yeah, I mean, but And then but, you know what's funny, man? We see that in our lives as HM when we get to hard time, When I get to hard times, bro I found a way out. I don't know how, mm-hmm. man. And okay. I'm just like, yo, and then that that saying in my head always come to like, like that's mean I'm gonna make it out. Like if I keep grinding and grinding, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that supper that I'm dying to get. You know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna sleep hungry. You know what right. I mean? Just keep putting that work and that work and that work over and over again. You know, something will come through. And it's been that's been my whole life, man.
0: Yep. All right. So we're gonna conclude this episode. Any last words from you guys? Um
1: beast of the world man that's it beast of
0: the world <laughs> yes, alright um, definitely I think that's a conversation work, um continuing right and you know you will only hear it um, um, by following us um, we will definitely you know share the, our social media links um, in the caption when we do post this um, you know audio but in conclusion honestly I do want to encourage you guys to reflect on your upbringings right it's Really good to you know and remind yourself, you know, how far you've come, where you need to go, and you know, where you've been, you know. Life itself is a journey. It's not perfect, it's really a journey. Um, right? Think about the thing where you were five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, and where you are now. Yes, you will you know struggles or some may right yes you will be challenged right yes you will make new friends you will lose some friends yes you know you will um you know grow up to um, help bring beautiful kids into this world you will meet new people that will become your best friends your partner you know people you know one day die you know next to right at the end of the day As I've said previously, life is what you make it out to be. And honestly, we just want to say thank you for listening to us. And you just go out there and make the best of your life. Thank you.